I'd like to talk to you for just a few minutes uh, about God's warrior. In the Old Testament, they had uh, before the kings, there was the judges. And uh, the Eli was the last judge, I guess you'd say. Or, or Samuel, I guess, was the last judge. But anyway, Samuel, we know who he was. He, his parents were Hannah and Elkanah. Hannah was barren, couldn't have any kids, and she prayed to the Lord for a child. And the Lord answered her prayer. And she said, because God answered her prayer, she would commit him to the Lord. And she took him to the tabernacle, to Eli, who was a priest there, to allow him to raise him. And he raised him to adulthood. He became a very respected person in Israel. People loved Samuel and he had a lot of influence with the people. But some of the people got dissatisfied and came to him one day and said, we want a king. We want to be like other nations. Other nations all around us have kings and we don't have a king. Well, that really disappointed Samuel because he didn't want that to happen. But he brought it to the attention of the Lord and the Lord said, Samuel, they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. God in his graciousness said, okay, give him a king. So Samuel uh, pursued the idea of this king and he came to a fellow named Saul. And Saul was a nice looking young man, a head tall anybody around him. And God said, this is the man I want you to anoint king of Israel. So Saul, I mean, uh, Samuel anointed Saul king we know a lot of history about Saul and uh, his life, but we're not going into that tonight. But soon after Saul became king, they started having wars and uh, had wars with the Philistines. And you remember the Philistines? They were always a thorn in Israel's flesh, continuously. They'd have war and Israel would beat them down and next year they'd come right back to fight again, just continuously. And at one particular time, they, they were lined up to fight. And the Philistines on one side and the Israelites on the other. And uh, if you want to follow along with me, I'm going to read some scripture in chapter 17, verse 1 through 10. And then we'll move on over a little bit, but I'll let you know. So I'll start reading verse 1. Now the Philistines gathered. Is that two? two, two is okay? In the first Samuel, I'm sorry, first Samuel, chapter 17. Now the Philistines gathered their armies for battle, and they were gathered at Sokoth, which belongs to Judah, and they camped between Sokoth and Azekah in Ejek Damon. You can pronounce those if you want to. That's the best I can do. And Saul and his men of Israel were gathered and encamped in the valley of Elah, and drew up their battle array to encounter the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on the mountain on one side, while the Israelites stood on the mountain on the other side of the valley between them. Then a champion came out from the armies of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits in a span. Now a cubit was approximately 18 inches. Now I got a ruler today and measured, you could either measure from your elbow to the tip of your fingers, it was approximately that way, and mine was just almost 18 inches. So it gives you an idea. So this would put him eight or nine feet tall in that vicinity. 
He was a big guy, wore a big shoe, I guess, too. This is, and he had bronze helmet on his head, and he was clothed with scale armor, which weighed 5,000 shekels of bronze. And the figure that's probably about 25 pounds. I'm, 125? Oh, yeah, mine says 125. Thank you. I didn't see my two. Well, that's a lot of weight, even if he was a man eight feet tall. 125 pounds of armor. He also had bronze greaves on his legs, which was the guards on the front of his legs. And he slung a javelin between his shoulders, and the shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam. Now, I'm, I don't know much about weaving, but there's a loom, and it's got a big old beam across that in a loom where they weave. And the head of his spear weighed 600 shekels of iron, which is about 15 pounds. His shield carrier also walked before him. And I thought, well, I wonder why he couldn't carry a shield. And I thought all this weight he had, he finally wasn't able to carry a shield. But he had a shield carrier. And he stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. And he said to them, why do you come out to draw up the battle array? Am I not a Philistine, and you servants of Saul? Choose a man from yourselves, and let him come down to me. And if he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will become your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall become our servants and serve us. Again the Philistine said, I defy the ranks of Israel this day. Give me a man that may be able to fight together. Now, there they are battle, in battle array facing each other across this valley. And this giant Goliath comes out and accosts them and says, just send me a man out here to fight me and we'll settle this now. And they knew that there wasn't any one of their men could defeat him, his size and his battle training. And they were fearful. They were shaking in their boots like I would have been, I guess. Anyway, in verse 12, it says, Now David was the son of the Ephraimite of Bethlehem in Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons, and Jesse was old, old in his days of Saul and advanced in years among men. And three older sons of Jesse had gone after Saul to the battle. And the names of his three sons who went to the battle were Elab, firstborn, the second to him was Abinadab, and the third was Shammah. It's talking about a man named Jesse here he had these sons, and three of them have gone to fight with Saul. They went out to battle. And David was the youngest, and David must have been a teenage boy. I don't know how old, but maybe 15, 18 years old, something like that. I don't know for sure, but he was a young boy. And but David went back to back and forth to Saul to tend his father's flock at Bethlehem. Now he David was a shepherd. We know from the history of the Bible he he was a shepherd and wrote a lot of psalms about shepherds and sheep. And the Philistines came forward morning and evening forty for forty days and took his stand. Then Jesse said to David his son, Take now for your brothers an ephah of this roasted grain and these 10 loaves and run to the camp to your brothers. Now apparently back then they could do that. So if you wanted, if you had people in the 
the war. If you want to take them supplies, they allowed you to do that. So he's got this stuff together. He's, he's telling David, go take your brothers uh, this food. And bring also the, these ten cuts of cheese to the commander of their thousand. And look into the welfare of our brothers and bring back news for them. He says, your commander, I want you to take him this cheese as a gift too. And, and let's see how your brothers are doing. They bring me back news because I'm sure he was concerned about his three boys there in battle and how they were doing. There wasn't any communication like we have today. So when they were out, they were right way out there. And, and Saul, for Saul and, 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 they, and all the men of Israel are in the Valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. So they weren't fighting, but they were getting ready to fight. They were poised to fight. So David rose early in the morning and left the flock with a keeper and took the supplies and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the circle of the camp while the army was going out in battle array, shouting the war cry. Now, David just got there and all this commotion was going on. They were yelling and screaming and hollering battle cry. And he was hearing all this. And Israel and the Philistines drew up in battle array, army against army. And they were standing there looking at each other face to face, just a valley between them. I think it would probably be like a couple of hundred yards or maybe 300 yards in that valley, the distance between them. And uh, verse 23 says, As he was talking with them, behold, the champion of the Philistines from Gath named Goliath was coming up from the army of the Philistines. And he spoke these same words, and David heard them. Now this is the first time that David heard Goliath speak. When all the men of Israel saw the man, they fled from him and were greatly afraid. So they all, when he came up, even though they had advanced some, they retreated quickly because they were fearful. <clears throat> and the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who is coming up? Surely he is coming up to defy Israel, and it will be that the king will enrich the man who kills him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make him his father's, his father's house free, of, free in Israel. Then David spoke to the men who were standing by him, saying, What will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God. David took offense to Goliath immediately. He said, he, who is this guy that's defying the, and taunting the armies of God? And the people answered him in accord with this word, saying, thus it will be done for the man who kills him. Now Elab, his oldest brother, heard when he had spoke to the men, and Elab's anger burned against David, and he said, why have you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your insolence and the wickedness of your heart, for you have come down in order to see the battle. Now this is his older brother, a little sibling rivalry there. And he said, what are you doing down here? How come you've gone off and left those few sheep you should be attending to come down here? I know why you're here. You just want to come down here and see the fight. I know you and your insolence. So he attacked him pretty well there. 
And David said, what have I done now? Was it not just a question? He said, I just, I'm just asking a question. And you've attacked me for asking this question. <clears throat> then he turned away from him and another and said the same thing. And the people answered the same thing as before. David wanted to know about all this and he got the same answer as they had told him before. And when the words of David spoke were heard, they told them to Saul and he sent for him. Now the, the talk was getting out and what David was saying and the interest he had in this Goliath. And so somebody told Saul and, uh, and, David, and he sent for David. I don't know why he would send for this child, but uh, there's something about it that he has piqued his interest. <clears throat> then Saul said to David, you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight it with him, but you are just a youth while he has been a warrior from his youth. He said, you're just a kid. This guy's been a trained warrior from his youth. And look how small you are and how big he is. You don't have a chance with this man. There's no way you could do that. But David says to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock. He's telling this as a true story what he's experienced. He said, I went out after him and attacked him and rescued him from the mouth. And when he arose up against me, I seized him by his beard and struck him and killed him. That's some fight, wasn't it? Grab an animal like that and kill it. He says, your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like a, one of them since he has taunted the armies of the living God. So God uh, David was offended that he had taunted his God. And David said, the Lord will, who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear... He will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go and may the Lord be with you. It's amazing to me that he convinced Saul that quickly to be able to let him go fight the Philistine. But Saul said, Go do it and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul clothed David with his garments and put a bronze helmet on his head and he clothed him with armor. So you can see the picture he's Here's a young kid, never had any armor at all like this on, never in his life. So Saul started dressing him up in this armor, helmet and all this stuff. And David girded his sword over his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. So David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. And David took them off. In other words, he said, I, I can't do this, because I'm not used to wearing this kind of thing, and I just, I'm, not, I'm not able to do it. There's no way I can do this. And he took his stick in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had, even his pouch, and his sling was in his hand, and he approached the Philistine. Now here he goes down the hill with his bag in his hand and his slingshot. I have to bring my slingshot. When I was a boy, I had slingshots, but they were made out of a fork of wood like this, and you pulled them back like that and shot it. But their slingshot was like this. 
pouch, and I didn't bring my rock tonight, so you're not, you're not in danger. <laughs> it was put into this, and they swung it like this. And they knew just the time to turn it loose. And that's the weapon that got Goliath, David's slingshot. It's amazing, isn't it? I couldn't hit anything. I do one of these things, and it would go this way. But David had practiced with this, and he would do that to defend off the prey of his sheep. <clears throat> then the Philistine came on and approached David with the shield bearing in front of him. So he's beginning to come after David, and David's getting closer to him. When the Philistine looked and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy with a handsome appearance. And you can imagine what Goliath thought. Here's this little teenage boy coming out here to fight me. Who do they think I am? Why do they send this kid out here? I'm sure he was just appalled at the whole situation, just humiliated. Well, they think that little guy's going to hurt me. And the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Of course, David had a stick with him too, and wasn't anything like his javelin with a 15-pound head on it. So you can see that he was insulted. The Philistine also said to David, Come to me and I will give you flesh, give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the beasts of the field. He said, just come on down here, fellow. I'll kill you and let the birds and the beasts of the field eat your flesh. Then David said to the Philistines, you come to me with a sword, a spear and a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. He says, you come with me with all your weaponry, and I come with you in the name of the Lord of Israel. and he's, he's going to take care of me. This day the Lord will deliver you up into the hands. I will strike you down and remove your head from you. And I will give the dead bodies of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. He virtually said the same thing back to Goliath, didn't he? Let the beasts eat, eat their bodies. And that, and that all the assembly may know that the Lord does not deliver by sword or by spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. David is so confident, isn't he? Why do you think he was so confident? He says, what? He knew the Lord. And he knew God was going to take care of him as if it already had been done. He was that confident. I'd like to have that confidence. Be something with it, so yeah, this is as good as it's already done. <clears throat> and David put his hand into his bag and took from it a stone and slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. And the stone sank deep into his forehead so that he fell face down on the ground. Not too long ago, I heard this now on TV, there's a pastor and he's telling about this guy that was given an account of this and he had it all figured out how this happened. He said that uh, Goliath had a pituitary gland problem that ca caused him to be large. I think they call it acromegaly. And, and during that process, the body, especially the skull, gets real thin. And that's why the rock was able to sink into his head. 
I don't know. If his skull had been three inches thick, God could put that stone right in there. So I don't put him credence much in that. But David didn't, he put several stones in that little bag, but he only took one out. He only needed one stone. God sent that stone right to the place. Thus David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and he struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in David's hand. Then David ran and took over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. It was in a mass retreat. What a story. And that's something. <laughs> I love that story. But you know, when uh, Saul was putting all the armor on David, that was man's armor, worldly armor. But David was clothed with God's armor. It wasn't the slingshot that killed Goliath. God did that. He used that to kill Goliath and thus won the battle for Israel. And we know that David in his life, after Saul was deposed as a king, he was uh, anointed king of Israel and served as a king of Israel for years and years. and was a great king in the, for Israel and a great warrior. Uh, David won battle after battle. And he was a great military leader. And that's why I say he was God's warrior. That's who exactly he was. <clears throat> Anybody have any comment about anything we've done here? Feel free to enlighten us. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Yeah. And Saul had great jealousy of David too. Right. That's exactly right. It's a good thought. You know, when Saul, uh, when Samuel was supposed to come up there and anoint, have the sacrifice for the battle, he was delayed. And then uh, Saul got really anxious. He said, where is he? Where is he? Why don't he come? Why didn't he come? And the, they were real nervous about it. The troops were getting nervous. So he went ahead and did the sacrifice. And just as he's finishing up, Samuel came. He said, what is this you've done? And it was not legal for him to do the sacrifice. So that, God said, because of that, the kingdom would be torn away from you and be given to another. And that's how David came to the kingdom. That's good. Thank you. Anybody else? Anything? Lawrence, you got anything to say? He didn't hear me. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> okay. Appreciate you time tonight and been with me and